Aspirus, passion for excellence, compassion for people. It's time for Aspirus Health Talk. Here's Melanie Cole. It can be tricky when cooking for one or even two to make the most of your ingredients and to minimize dishes, particularly when many recipes focus on making a meal for a family and serve four to six people. But just because you have a smaller household doesn't mean you should abandon the kitchen for takeout. My guest today is Brianna Wolf. She's a registered dietitian nutritionist with the Spirus Health System. Welcome to the show, Brianna. What are some of the challenges that people face when they're trying to make recipes for just one or two people? Well, most recipes tend to serve four to six people. And on top of that, many people, whether it be empty nesters or just older adults, are used to cooking for a larger family. So all of a sudden, cooking for one or two can be quite challenging. Grocery stores, too, tend to cater to those larger numbers. So there's a couple challenges there that are up front right away. So what would you like people to do to to begin? Let's start with the grocery store. When they go there and they see, you know, these big bags of things or these huge things of rice and pastas, how do they scale that down? Do you buy the big bags and store them, or do you look for smaller containers, which can sometimes be more expensive? Sure. So I think part of it, too, all starts kind of before people even step foot in the grocery store. So they need to do some meal planning and make a grocery list so that those items that they do buy don't go to waste. And I think that's one of the missing pieces, too, between people's good intentions to eat healthy and actually doing it at home is that missing meal planning, which can make things a lot easier when it comes down to it. So when you're kind of going through the grocery store, at least if you buy that rice, whether it be a smaller package or a bigger package, at least you have a plan for it and less goes to waste. And again, if you're planning next week meals, you can find another way to use some of that leftover rice. So when you're planning your meals, you're thinking about all the different aspects. Give us an idea of planning. Sure. So let's say you're planning for a week at a time, which tends to work pretty well for most people. So Monday night through Thursday night, let's say you plan your meals. And it doesn't have to be elaborate. It can be something simple as spaghetti or one night you plan for having leftovers or maybe there's kids practice one day so you know that you'll be on the run. But planning for those things can make sure that you're buying the right things at the grocery store so you're spending less money and wasting less. And also, while you're taking that step to plan, you can plan for health. So you can plan to make sure there's a vegetable as a side at every meal and things like that. So it really kind of streamlines that process. And then once you get home after a long day, cooking a meal from scratch seems much much easier because you have that plan in place. What about if you're making that plan, but some of these things, like you want to make a lasagna or something along those lines. Those are big dishes. Yeah. So then do you carry them over? Do you freeze them? Because food goes bad pretty quickly. Yeah. So if you are making a big dish like that lasagna, which is kind of difficult to scale down in some ways, you I would definitely recommend freezing half of it. Or sometimes you might have friends who are kind of in the same situation. Maybe plan to share that meal with them and kind of swap meals, and that way less goes to waste, and you have a good opportunity to get together with friends. That's a great idea. Kind of everybody can share those bigger meals. Give us some tips for going to the grocery store and buying those smaller amounts. Right. So 
I like to tell people to kind of think outside the aisle. There's lots of resources in the grocery store that people kind of forget to take advantage of. So things like the salad bar. You can buy smaller amounts of pre-cut vegetables, and then you don't have a huge bag of lettuce that goes to waste or kind of half-rotted cucumbers in the crisper. So use that, and it's much easier. Same with the deli counter or the meat counter. You can buy things like one or two pork chops instead of buying the whole big package. So using some of those resources can really make it a lot easier. And two, if there's a bulk section... Sometimes you can buy small amounts of rice or smaller amounts of nuts and things like that, um, which, again, will cut down on that waste. Give us some healthy, quick cooking ingredients that you would like us to keep in our refrigerator or in our pantry for the smaller meals. Absolutely. So one of the biggest things I think that can help people a lot is frozen vegetables. And it maybe sounds a little bit silly, but if you think about it, frozen vegetables, they're pre-washed and pre-cut. They don't spoil, and they're also very economical. So if you have a frozen vegetable in your freezer, there's no excuse not to have a vegetable at your dinner meals. Same with things like quick-cooking rice, or they make frozen brown rice now that's in the freezer aisle. Same thing, it steams in a couple minutes, and it's done. Having other whole grains like whole wheat tortillas or whole wheat wraps, those can be a foundation for a lot of quick, easy meals too, such as wraps themselves or personal pizzas and things like that. Um, Frozen fruit too can be a really nice thing to have on hand, especially um, in Wisconsin here when there's not quite fresh fruit available all year round. Okay, now we're in the cooking process, and and again, sometimes it's hard to bring down those recipes a little bit. Give us some tips for during cooking that we can make those smaller, healthy meals. Right. So I think lots of times people are used to using a 9 by 13 pan, but if you use that for one or two people, there's bound to be leftovers. So using something like an 8 by 8 pan or a loaf pan can really kind of make sure that you're not making too much. Also using things like your toaster oven or microwave or a countertop grill can make the cooking process much quicker. Salads are one of the things. You mentioned getting things at the salad bar and salads, such a healthy thing to use fresh vegetables and and to use raw things and even to saute. That seems to be something that keeps people from eating healthy. Give us some tips about vegetables if we want to get them fresh, how it's just, you know, takes so much time to cut them up. Right. One of the best things I think people can do is once you buy, let's say, that celery and those carrots, is to wash and chop them right away and put them in a visible place in the refrigerator. That way it's easy to grab for snacks or for lunches. And I think just having them ready to go makes people that much more likely to actually eat them rather than kind of sitting it, letting it sit in the freezer for a couple days and kind of watching it go bad. What about things like you see pork tenderloins at the market and they're pretty big and two people or even one doesn't necessarily, you can't finish one of those. Can you cut those into usable things and freeze them? Absolutely. So you can, again, right away when you get home, kind of cut that into your serving sizes. If it's a large pork tenderloin, you might be able to get almost four meals out of that for one to two people. Sometimes having a food saver or 
some heavy-duty freezer bags rather than just your standard plastic bags. That can make a big difference, too, to keep the quality of the meat there. And, two, that's a way to cut down on cost because you're buying that nice big portion of meat, but you're getting four servings out of it. It certainly can be more economical that way. Give us your best advice, Brianna, for healthy cooking for adults, just general good healthy cooking advice as a registered dietitian nutritionist. Sure. So I think there's a lot of health information out there, and it can be a little bit confusing, but I always tell people to go back to kind of the common sense diet. So we know that fruits and vegetables are healthy. So at each meal, we should strive to make half our plate fruits and vegetables. Also, whole grains like your brown rice, whole wheat bread, whole wheat pasta even, that is a nice healthy grain that has lots of fiber and protein compared to the refined version or the white breads and white rice. Also having that lean meat, so whether it be chicken breast or even red meat like your lean pork and beef, that can be perfectly fine. We just recommend that people choose the leaner cut. So if you have those components at your meal, you have a very healthy meal on your hands. You can also add some low-fat dairy to the mix, too, and that provides some protein and calcium. So it's those kind of common things that you hear quite often. That is what people should do. It's just a little bit hard sometimes to actually practice it day to day. And Brianna, in the last minute here, tell us about some of the educational programs offered by Aspirus to help people eat healthier, why they should come see you. Sure. So Aspirus has a couple programs related to weight loss. We also have some special programs for older adults specifically to kind of help them live the healthiest life that they can. Thank you so much for being with us. What great information. You're listening to Aspirus Health Talk. And for more information, you can go to Aspirus.org. That's Aspirus.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.